0: In today's podcast, we feature an episode of Contractor Evolution from Breakthrough Academy. In this episode, Benji has three easy to avoid mistakes that nine out of 10 contractors are making in their everyday decisions.
1: Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Contractor Evolution. Uh, Benji here today. This episode's going to be a bit different. No Igor, no guest. Just Benji, I've got some thoughts to share with you around the three things all contractors struggle with. But before I dive into those things, I think it's going to make a lot more sense if you know who I am um, and what I do the rest of the time. So when I'm not in the in the studio doing a podcast episode. I have a full-time role as an assessment specialist for Breakthrough Academy. Um, we've mentioned Breakthrough Academy, or BTA, as I call it for short, in other episodes. Uh, but in a nutshell, we systemize contracting businesses for growth. We work with um, entrepreneurs in in you know construction. Uh, roofing, painting, landscaping, HVAC, drywall, plumbing, electrical, all the subtrades. We work with some home service companies as well. um, And we help them systemize their fast growing companies uh, so that they're more scalable, they're more profitable, they're more fun to run, they're less stressful, the entrepreneurs have more time. Um, That's essentially what we do. Now, my role there is to make sure that the business owners are ready to take this on. So it's my, I think I said a second ago, it's an assessment specialist. I do a very, very thorough hour and a half to two hour long business assessment, um, with these contractors before they join the program to make sure that their company is in the right place, um, to make sure that they're ready to, to, to take on the challenge that is BTA. I go through their financials. I go through their backstory, how they got to where they are right now, what they want out of the future. We talk about the challenges they're facing, the obstacles they're bumping up against, um, we we get into the systems that they have or, or lack thereof. We talk about the team that they've built. These are very involved, very in-depth conversations where I take copious notes um, and make a decision. Hey, is this person ready to take on BTA? If yes, let's move them into the program. If they're not... Um, we, we say that we say, Hey, you know what? We really like you, but let's, let's stay in touch and let's connect in a year. I don't think you're quite ready for this yet. Now, over the last four and a half years, I've done a thousand of these meetings, a little over a thousand logged a lot of hours. And I thought it might be cool to share some of my perspective on this for two reasons. First of all, it can be really helpful to just know that other people are struggling with the same stuff that you are. I've always found that I've always found that like to be a bit of a relief. It's like, Oh, thank God. I'm not the only one. Right. And the second thing is because we coach a lot of these businesses through this, I actually have some perspective uh, or some advice that you might find useful in these three areas I'm going to get into in a a second. Now, before I dive in, I really want to preface the rest of the conversation by saying this. If the following resonates with you, if you're struggling with one or more of these things, you need to check out Breakthrough Academy. There's going to be a link in the description where you can check us out online you know, give our website a read, check out our YouTube channel. You already listened to this podcast. So you probably know a bit, a bit about us already, but if you want to book a free call, you can very easily do that through the link that will be in the description. We would love to talk to you. Um, we're already coaching over 400 contractors, just like you through the obstacles I'm about to share with you. Um, so if if this sounds like you let's connect, uh, that's it without further ado, let's talk about the three things all contractors struggle with. Okay. So the first thing is I've called it unclear vision. Contractors struggle because they have an unclear vision. One of the questions that I ask in these assessments is, um, what are your goals for the future? Like what vision do you have? What is the painted picture, uh, that gets you really excited? Like, what, what do you have in your mind's eye when you drive around in your truck or you go for a walk or you're, you're on the job site? You're like, what do you think about in the background that gets you really inspired, that gets you really fired up? Um, what do you want your company to look like in three years and five years and 10 years, whatever? Now, the reason I ask this is because without a clearly defined vision, right? Without an end goal, we can't really coach them. Like we, if we don't know what the finish line is, if we don't know what good looks like in their eyes, we're just kind of giving random advice. We're not actually implementing systems or prescribing stuff um, in a strategic way. We're just kind of, we're just kind of doing stuff. So we need to know what it is that an entrepreneur wants. Um, we need to know that in in stunning clarity and detail, probably more than you might think. Uh, and so as a result. This is one of the first things that we help an entrepreneur get clarity on before we do anything else. Now, what I've noticed in these assessments, okay, is that when I ask this question, when I when I bring up this part of the conversation, more often than not, I'm going to say nine times out of ten, um, the entrepreneur's vision for the future is pretty undefined. Okay, I'll, I'll give you a typical answer to the question: Hey, like. What gets you excited? Like, what do you want your business to look like in the future, right? Well, I definitely want to grow. Um, I'd like to work a little less because I'm, I'm, you know, spending a lot of hours at this right now and, and I've got a young family or I'd like to start a young family or I have other hobbies I'd like to pursue. But I'd like to work less. Uh, I'd like to, I'd like to make some more money too. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, totally. I get it. I, I want those things for you too. But as you can see by my little example there there's there's not a ton of detail. There's not a ton of specificity and that's a problem. Uh, another way that I hear this described is like they'll they'll say what they know they don't want. So uh, a, l- a lot of the times it will sound like, well, I really don't want to keep doing it this way. My business is chaotic. It's really disorganized. I'm working 70 or 80 hours a week. Um, and I and I just, I don't want to do this forever. So they, they kind of speak to it in the negative. They may not know exactly what they want, but they definitely know what they don't want. On rare occasion, I'm going to say one out of 10 times, someone will be able to articulate their picture quite clearly, right? They'll be able to say, you know, in this time frame, I'd like to be doing this much revenue. Um, I really want to have a growth profit of this and a net profit of that. I'm thinking about hiring these key roles. Um, I'm going to need to, you know, adopt this technology or this system here. Um, I need to do this, that and the other thing, right? They may not have every single thing figured out, but they can speak to it with more clarity, with more detail than I'd like to grow and I'd like to work less and I'd like to, I'd like to make a bit more money, right? There's, there's something more substantial there that they've thought about. And I, and I'll say this, the people that can speak about, speak about the future with more clarity, those are every single time, our highest performance. So I think that this is a, a fundamentally important um, skill set and practice um, to have, but it's hard, okay? Like goal setting is more difficult than I think a lot of people think. Casting a clear vision um, takes more time than people give it credit for. And while every business guru, I make fun of business gurus a lot on this, on this <laughs> podcast. Um, while every business guru you know, talks ad nauseum about the importance of setting goals and writing it down and visualization and all this stuff. No one ever breaks down the formula for how to set goal, right? Like the painstaking process of reverse engineering your vision into a series of actionable steps is a really big job in and of itself. It's a lot more than just writing down a number on a piece of paper, and then hoping that it happens. Like effective goal setting takes practice. There's technique to it. Um, and I've actually got something that I will share with you in a second that will help with that. Um, but that's the first reason. Like there's, there's, some, there's some steps we don't know how to follow. Um, the other reason I think this is challenging um, can be summarized by my favorite Mike Tyson quote, right? Everyone has a plan until they get punched in the face. And as an entrepreneur, you get punched in the face early and often. Right. A lot of us probably started our business with a vision, but within a few weeks or a few months, uh, the business plan we spent ages developing is in the trash bin and we are simply fighting. I think if you reflect on the early stages of your business, you, you probably remember that time. Maybe some of, the, some, some of you are still there right now. That's totally OK. Construction and trades Are reactive by nature fires do erupt that you have to put out um, and this is especially the case in the early part of your journey it's like planning goal setting why bother I've got shit to do while this chaotic and reactive stage of your growth is necessary and important don't forget that it's a stage and, and it's one that you're meant to move out of so sooner or later You will get to a point where things stabilize just enough for you to take a breath, look up, think clearly about the bigger picture. And when this happens, that's when you need to take the time to define your vision. If you just keep fighting forever, you're not going to get very far. This is something we say in, in, in Breakthrough Academy a lot. Remember, what got you here won't get you there. So anyway, the early stages of our of our business, uh, that that survival stage, that that fight or flight stage, kind of beats the goal setting part of our mind out of us, and we kind of forget to do it. But it's really, really important that when you have a second, when you do have the stability, when you do have the space to think th- think things through clearly, it's unbelievably important that you do that. While those are some reasons uh, that. Goal setting and and defining a vision are hard. Um, I need to talk about why it's still important to do this and how not having a clearly defined vision will actually really hurt your business. So the first, and I think the most important, is this. Your ability to lead and create buy-in really suffers, right? Because nobody gets motivated by a blurry vision of the future. People want to feel a part of something bigger than themselves and they want to feel the feeling of moving with momentum in a predetermined direction. So if you're so stuck in the day-to-day that you can't articulate what you want your business to look like in three years, why would anyone want to join you, right? A business that isn't going anywhere attracts people that aren't going anywhere, and this is a really, really big problem. So without a clearly defined vision, you can't really lead effectively. The second is you don't have any criteria for tough decision-making. Business is full of forks in the road right? Some big, some small. Uh, hey, should we, should we switch our CRM or should we hire a new office manager first? I don't really know. Um, should we take on this like large and exciting, but kind of risky project with a, with a new high profile client or should we stick to our bread and butter business? Should we stick to the jobs that we know and do really well? Eh, not really sure. As an entrepreneur, you need to become a decision-making machine. And having a clear vision makes this easier because one fork in the road will almost always align more with it. The last thing you're missing out on by not clarifying your vision is the law of attraction. Now, I know this might sound a little bit hokey, but I've seen this enough times in action to believe it and share it. When you get clear on what you really want, When you write it down, you get intentional about it and you align your actions with it. Um, The universe has a funny way of helping you out. Stuff will just start to go your way. Um, You'll get a contract you thought you had absolutely no business landing. Um, You bump into someone at a soccer game who it turns out would be the perfect fit for a, a new role you're needing to fill. Stuff like this happens all the time but it seems to happen a lot more often to people who know what they want so by being unclear about what you want your business to become one day you are cutting yourself off from this there are myriad other reasons too but those are the three I wanted to share with you um, here's my advice on this first just be real with yourself right you, you can't improve on what you don't own so ask yourself do I know exactly where I'd like my business to be one year from now Uh, Three years from now, five even, do you know how much revenue you'd like it to be doing? Do you know what growth profit and net profit margins you'd like it to achieve? Um, Have you thought about what key hires you're going to need to make or what systems you'll need to implement? Uh, There's probably some technology that you'll need to adopt. What skills are you going to need to develop as an entrepreneur, right? If you answered no to any of these, that leads me to my second piece of advice. Which is download our strategic planning quick tool. There will be a link in the description for this thing This is something that we developed. It's totally free It's yours to use and all that's going to help you do is organize your thoughts right? get them all collected Think through that vision put it on paper and then begin um, The painstaking but important process of reverse engineering that that vision Into a series of actionable steps that you can go execute on so check that out. The link will be in the description The second thing I see contractors struggle with almost always are tough conversations. Um, one of the things we'll talk about in these business assessments is their leadership, right? I'll ask how they've organized their team. Uh, I want to know what their workplace culture, their meeting rhythms, and how tightly people are held accountable. And one thing that I see more often than not is a fear of tough conversations, the ones that you'd rather not have but you know you need to, right? When someone needs to be held accountable for a commitment that they've made but then failed to keep – that's a tough conversation. They're, they're hard. They're uncomfortable. Um, and my observation is that most contractors shy away from them, despite, you know, the macho demeanor and the confidence and, and how good a contractor is in other areas of business. Most of us are kind of scared to broach this topic. And I get it. They're uncomfortable. Nobody likes conflict. Nobody likes to be the bad guy. You don't want to call others out. These conversations are always inconvenient. And the other thing is that you're probably terrified to lose your employees. Your business is nothing without the people inside it. And by addressing these issues straight on, um, you risk them thinking you're a jerk and then leaving to go work for someone else. Now, here's why, despite all of that, you still absolutely need to have them. Uh, avoiding these tough conversations over the long run is fucking expensive slowly but surely i promise people will start to take advantage of you if you're known for not holding the line when you need to uh employees customers subcontractors even vendors will remember you as someone that they can always milk for a little more the second reason and this is a big one You actually can't develop anyone without these tough conversations. The standard is the standard, right? And the highest form of love and care is to communicate to someone when they've not met it, right? A way to phrase that is by saying, look, man, like I I care about you so much. I need to bring this to your attention. We need to talk about what happened on site today. If you approach it from a place of loving and caring, I promise these conversations get a lot easier. But remember this, you are not serving your people by not holding them accountable. You're serving yourself. So, so don't get that twisted. Um, and the other thing is high performers want to be in an environment where they'll continue to grow. And what that means is they want to do business in a culture where, where people do what they say. And when they don't, it doesn't get swept under the rug. Now, the last reason you need to step up to the plate and have these tough combos is because they clear the air. Being avoidant is a recipe for resentment, which is a corrosive emotion to carry around all the time. It makes it hard to focus. It will kill your productivity and creative spirit. It'll make you miserable. If this little tangent resonated with you, um, here is my advice. If you are a Breakthrough Academy member already and you're listening to this Bring this up with your coach, right? Talk to them in a one-on-one. Bring it up in a group meeting with some of your peers Talk to them about how they approach these conversations, how to prepare for them, how to structure them a little bit. Um, a little bit of forethought goes a long way. Going into it with confidence, knowing that you've you know you've done the mental math, is this worth bringing up? Knowing that you're clear on what the specific issue was, it's gonna make a t- it's gonna make it a lot easier. Um, so, if you are a BTA member, I would really encourage you to have that conversation uh, with us. Um, if you're not a BTA member. But you want to go a little bit deeper on this, uh, order a book called Crucial Accountability. This is the best resource that I've found on the topic. You can get it on Amazon. It's not expensive. Um, And it will give you an exhaustive framework for how to prepare and have these prickly conversations. Um, It helped me get over my crippling fear of holding people accountable. And to be honest, my business life has gotten a lot better ever since. Okay, the third and final thing I see almost all contractors struggle with is attracting talent. I've saved the best for last or the worst for last, depending on how you look at this. Now, in these business assessments, I talk a lot about team. I want to know um, what people they've hired, what ones they still need to. I want to know about their team building capacity. In other words, how easily, how confidently can they go out Attract and hire and onboard really good quality staff so that their business can grow the way that it needs to. A growing company absorbs new people every year. People come and go. That's just the nature of business. So this is a fundamental uh, underpinning of every healthy company. You need to have this. And the truth is most contractors recruiting and hiring systems are woefully inadequate. And they know it right? It's something that almost everyone talks about at length. They're frustrated. They're beat up. They're sick of it. There's a lot of excuses. There's a lot of people or organizations, big macroeconomic forces that they blame. And I have a little tough love for you listeners. If you're feeling like hiring people is harder now than it used to be, um, I've got news for you. It is. Get over it. The talent market acts like any other market, and in this case, the demand for talent way outstrips supply, and it has for 10 years. This has created a serious and palpable talent deficit, Um, but that's actually not the issue that I'm talking about. The issue is that the vast, 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 vast majority of entrepreneurs that I meet with have made almost no intentional shift in their actions to reflect this dramatic change in the business landscape. So simply put, most contractors spend too much time uh, in the marketing and sales part of their business and not enough time in the recruiting and hiring part of their business. Let me unpack that a little bit. I think that a lot of you struggle or you, you have struggled with, but you've overcome a scarcity mindset, right? When you started your business as a young entrepreneur, your biggest fear, what, what kept you up at night was the thought of running out of work. Nothing could be more humiliating, more defeating than not having enough work lined up for the people that you'd promised to employ. And this this survival instinct is really strong. It's actually not a bad thing. It's what led you to where you are now. But in my opinion, it served you and it's time to let it go right? Think about it. Have you ever in the history of your business run out of work? And even if you have, you're still here, right? Even if you, even if you ran out of work momentarily, you know, no one died. The business didn't collapse. You made it through, right? Now where this scarcity mindset thing becomes really problematic is when the single biggest bottleneck in your business is your production capacity because you're understaffed, but you spend most of your time selling, doing estimates, sending out tenders, doing bids, whatever you want to call it. It's not 2010 anymore. Like you you can't just toss up an ad on Craigslist and wake up the next morning to an inbox full of resumes. Team building demands more, a lot more. And my question is, does your weekly schedule reflect that, right? I say this to new BTA members, people at conferences, I say this in webinars, I say it on this podcast all the time. Stop Stop blaming lazy millennials, government policy, stop blaming COVID, do something about it, right? Carve out an entire day of the week that is devoted strictly to recruiting and hiring initiatives. Uh, Rewrite your job postings to be more candidate focused and actually sell the role instead of just listing out all of your demands. Attend job fairs, go to networking events, talk about your business and the roles that you're looking to fill. Uh, Build a join our team page on your website that's devoted to just showcasing your team culture. Use your Instagram profile to celebrate your hardworking employees so that other people and see how much you care about your people. Implement an incentivized employee referral program that gets your team recruiting for you. Build relationships with trade schools, career colleges. Make sure that they know that you're always looking for help. Hire a recruiting agency. Throw money at the problem if you need to. The list goes on. There's a lot of stuff that you can do. You get my point. You say hiring is the biggest challenge in your business. Act like it. Right. Shift your focus. Shift your time to reflect your actual priorities. Spend less time selling and estimating. Spend more time recruiting and hiring. There's enough work out there. There isn't enough talent. Go do something about it. Okay, that's it. Thanks for listening to me rant. That uh, that felt kind of good actually. Um, I wanted to share that stuff with you because, for starters, I think if you're struggling with this stuff, it can be just. It, it's helpful to know that other people struggle with it too. Right. If if this conversation struck a chord with you, just know you are not the only one. Um, secondly. I want you to know that there are resources. There is help, right? If one section or, or, or a couple of the sections of this conversation really resonated with you and you're looking for professional guidance and support, please, please, please check out Breakthrough Academy. We actively coach over 400 contractors all over North America. Um, and we have real solutions for the stuff I talked about today and a lot more too. So there will be a link in the description where you can book a free call with us. As always, we'd love to chat. Um, That's it for today. Uh, I'll be back or we'll be back next week with another episode. Uh, Thanks for joining and we'll talk to you again soon.
0: Paint Ed podcasts are produced by the Painting Contractors Association and is made possible by members and industry partners. To find out more about upcoming education opportunities or for more information about joining PCA, visit PCAPaintEd.org.